You're listening to What Devay Said About Music, the beard on the shoulder of Pirate Radio with your host, Bob Devay, your personal music pusher. So get high on his supply. And uh, I remember when I was in that little bitty radio station and I was playing all those rock and roll records? Well, that's what I'm doing right now. If you can visualize that, that's what all of us in radio do. Did you hear? 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 What do they said about music? So here's a method that I came up with. It's a songwriting technique. It's easy enough for five and six year olds to do it because I tried it at an art and science school in Boise, Idaho. Um, and I also used it to write my hit song for MTV The Hills, uh, Monday. So I like to start off with whether it's your piece of paper, your journal, or your whiteboard, or your chalkboard. Um, I like to start off with four circles. And if you feel inspired to do more circles, less circles, please by all means, it's Writing songs is a very individual process, so just trust your process and trust your creative thoughts throughout this whole thing. Um, so for Monday, I chose three main thoughts and three main words that I wanted to stem from. And those three words are happy, love, and routine. In this fourth circle, I put um, other ideas. So if any quotes or any stream of thoughts or words come that spark my interest during this process, I can write them down even if they don't have anything to do with these main topics. So I'm going to start by showing you what I came up with for routine. I'm going to write it on the board and then I'll come back and explain it to you. So here what I came up with were a few words that made me think of routine, nine to five, predictable, all day, deals, like business deals. So that's what I came up with for routine. Thanks for the signs. Thanks for the signs. Thanks for everything. Trees, it's a nice day outside, happiness, bike riding, bricks, A nice day. I'm gonna write a song about a nice day. So, nice day. Yes. Nice day. And the thing about the thing about the threes that really does help out a lot. So this is gonna be my course. I, I gotta like tell this is gonna be my course. So let me come up with a couple, uh, well, at least two verses, and that's usually the minimum to do. Uh, this would be a little bit short song, but that's okay. Not a really short song. Uh, so what's some things about a nice day? It goes on. Okay, riding my bike. Maybe that might be one thing. Uh, beautiful air, beautiful wind, wind, wind in my face. Maybe I'll, maybe that's one of the first things. So I'll write that out. Now I look out through your eyes. Write the song. 
Well, hello, my Davidians, and welcome to What Duvet Said About Music, Issue 31. I am your host, Robert Bob Duvet, and I play the songs that make the whole world sing. I hope you guys got a little 101, songwriting 101 there, because that was informative stuff. I am sure Barry Manilow started with four concentric circles and then branched out from there. In fact, I found that so fascinating that I'm going to devote today's show entirely to the songwriter. That's right. The one who writes the songs that uh, are contained in your special place, wherever that may be. Thanks again for joining me, folks. It's been a while. It's been two weeks since I've done a show. So I am back in the saddle and I am really looking forward to bringing to you a interview I had uh, about a week and a half ago now with Robert Ellis, a singer-songwriter based out of Houston. Some call him the future of country music. I, I think he's fabulous. He put on an amazing show here in San Francisco, and I was able to sit down and talk with him before that, and we had a nice little chat. It's the, the usual, uh, what you'd expect from me. It's done in guerrilla style, outdoors, with lots of bus and traffic noise in the background. But uh, he uh, addresses his approach to songwriting in that interview, and it got me thinking about other songwriters that I enjoy. So I am going to dedicate this hour and a half to two hours to Robert Ellis, to his some of his inspirations, some of my favorite songwriters, none of which will be Barry Manilow. That's as much Barry Manilow as you're going to get out of me ever in this What Do They Said About Music world we all live in. Let me tell you what you can get out of me, though. You can get these vital, vital ways of contacting us. You can reach out to us at whatduvaysaid at gmail.com and send us an email like Adrian did last week asking for a hip-hop show. And this is what you get, Adrian. I'm so sorry. I am going to get to the hip-hop show. I am amassing a wealth, a, a uh, what's, it, what's it called, a uh, cachet of hip-hop. And we're going to play nothing but the hip-hop. And a lot of it's going to be way underground stuff. So far underground that I am, in fact, reinforcing the tunnel I've dug so that it does not cave in on us when we're doing the show. So as always, reach out to us at whatduvaysaid at gmail.com. Give us a call at 415-937-0445. That's 415-937-0445. Talk to me. Let me know what you think. I, I got some uh, feedback on the last show we did. It was, it was mostly good in nature and, uh, and, and, and spiteful and intense. So I appreciate both of, both of that. And uh, you can always go to the blog, www.whatdovaysaid.com. Not a lot of new stuff up there now, folks. I'm uh, amassing and uh, avoiding and hiding all those various things that I love to do in service of my art. Right now, I want to bring a little art to you. I am going to begin by playing maybe the antithesis. I am sure there were no concentric circles involved in the writing of this next song. It is one of my favorites by one of my favorite songwriters. His name is John Lennon. And it's probably one of the first songs I learned to play on guitar and one of the first songs that just blew me away with how the simplicity and the sheer force of a performance, lyrics, 
And that special voice that John Lennon had, in about 20 minutes' time, you're going to get to the Robert Ellis interview. So look for that. I'll be playing a lot of his music. If you don't know his music, you are going to fall in love with it. He is a very special talent, and I'm looking forward to bringing him to you for those that don't know. So let's uh, kick it off with John Lennon. No concentric circles as he speaks to you about what it means to be a working class hero, like your hero, Robert Bob Duvet, on what Duvet said about music. As soon as you're born, they make you feel small by giving you no time instead of it all. Till the pain is so big you feel nothing at all A working class hero is something to be A working class hero is something to be They hurt you at home and they hit you at school They hate you if you're clever And they despise a fool Till you're so fucking crazy You can't follow their rules A working class hero is something to be A working class hero is something to be When they've tortured and scared you for twenty odd years Then they expect you to pick a career When you can't really function you're so full of fear A working class hero is something to be Working class hero is something to be Keep it doped with religion and sex and TV And you think you're so clever and classless and free But you're still fucking peasants as far as I can see Working class hero is something to be A working class hero is something to be There's room at the top they are telling you still But first you must learn how to smile as you kill To be like the folks on the hill A working class hero is something to be A working class hero is something to be If you want to be a hero, well just follow me 
If you want to be a hero, well, just follow me.
from one Bob to another Bob to still another Bob. Darkness at the break of noon Shadows even the silver spoon The handmade blade, the child's balloon Eclipses both the sun and moon To understand you know too soon There's no sense in trying Fingers bluff with scorn At suicide remarks are torn From the fool's gold mouthpiece The hollow horn Plays wasted words Proves to warn That he not busy being born Is busy dying Temptations page flies out the door You follow, find yourself at war Watch waterfalls of pity roar You feel to moan, but unlike before Discover that you just be one more person crying So don't fear if you hear A foreign sound to your ear It's all right, ma, I'm only sighing. As some worn victory, some downfall, private reasons, great or small, can be seen in the eyes of those that call. To make all that should be killed to crawl While others say don't hate nothing at all Except hatred Disillusioned words like bullets bark As human gods aim for their mark Make everything from toy guns that spark To flesh-colored crisis that glow in the dark It's easy to see without looking too far That not much is really sacred But even the President of the United States Sometimes has got to stand naked And though the rules of the road have been lodged It's only people's games 
you got to dodge And it's alright, ma I can make it Advertising signs, they con you into thinking you're the one that can do what's never been done, that can win what's never been won. Meantime, life outside goes on all around you. You lose yourself and reappear, suddenly find you got nothing to fear. Alone you stand with no one near When a trembling distant voice unclear Startles your sleeping ears to hear That somebody found you A question in your nerves is lit Yet you know there is no answer fit To satisfy, ensure you not to quit Ensure you not to forget that it is not he or she or them or it that you belong to. You know the masters make the rules for the wise men and the fools. I got nothing, ma, to live up to. them that must obey authority that they do not respect in any degree who despise their jobs their destiny speak jealously of them that are free raise what they grow up to be nothing more than something they invest in While some on principles baptized to strict party platform ties, social clubs and drag disguise, outsiders they freely criticize, tell nothing except who to idolize, then say, God bless him. While one who sings with his tongue on fire, gargles in the rat race choir, bent out of shape by society's pliers, cares not to come up any higher, but rather get you down in the hole that he's in. But I mean no fault, <laughs> nor put fault. <laughs> Only him that lives in the vault But it's all right, Ma If I can't please him Old lady judges watch people in pairs Limited in sex they dare To tell fake morals, insult and stare While money doesn't talk, it swears Obscenity, who really cares? Propaganda, all is phony While them that defend what they cannot see 
With a killer's pride, security blows the minds most bitterly. For them to think death's honesty won't fall upon them naturally. Life sometimes must get lonely. My eyes collide head on with stuffed graveyards, false goals I scuff at pettiness which plays so rough. Walk upside down inside handcuffs, kick my legs to crash it off. Say, okay, I've had enough. What else can you show me? And if my thought dreams could be seen, they'd probably put my head in a guillotine but it's all right ma it's life and life only well that could be nobody else but bob dylan doing it's all right ma i'm only bleeding live from 1964 i think he added about 10 verses onto that song from the original but i love it i love his play with words and speaking of playing with words, we're going to get right to the Robert Ellis interview. No pressure. Follow uh, John Lennon, Bob Marley, and Bob Dylan. But I think he's that talented. I think he's that interesting, a songwriter. And so we're going to get into the interview. As I mentioned, it was done about a week and a half ago before his show at the Hotel Utah here in San Francisco. Robert Ellis has one record out that can be readily downloaded. I'm going to put a link to it on the blog, www dot com that you can get for free it's a free download it's called the great rearranger and it's a phenomenal uh record very uh interesting varied it's got a definite country feel to it but uh he also draws a lot of inspiration from the singer songwriters of the 70s like a jackson brown or i hear a little bit of james taylor in there um he's got a really great voice and very interesting lyricist. So he has another record that's due for release in July. I believe he said July 5th. We talk about it in the interview. That's going to be called Photographs. I got an advanced copy of that, and it's amazing. And I am going to write a review of that and put it up on the blog soon before its release date. That one is just a mind-blowing uh, collection of songs. The first half, very singer-songwriter. Second half, a lot more traditional country and a lot of songs that I can see people covering. Um, he's got... A real uh, gifted melody sensibility and a strong voice live. Um, really was impressed with his voice. He kind of has a George Jones thing going on. So listen for that. The interview, as I said, is about oh, 15 minutes long. I am going to play one of his songs to get into it. And then we'll do the interview. We'll play another one of his songs. I'll tell you what they all are. And as always, they're going to be playlist is going to be put up on the blog. Uh, like I said, Robert Ellis, a really interesting and strong talent coming out of Houston. He's Houston-based. So away we go with the Robert Ellis interview. And I'd like to thank him for sitting down and talking with me. A uh, really nice guy. And a lot of whiskey was had that night. Um, maybe maybe too much whiskey for Robert Bob Duvet. Maybe I'm off the whiskey. We'll have to see. Right, this is Robert Ellis, and we're listening to What Duvet Said.
the first week of June And I already knew for a while that you'd be going Soon as the summer began But it didn't set in Until you were on that plane I felt like I was losing One of my very best friends Sometimes we gotta leave We gotta find the things that we're seeking All the things we're needing And the things that you leave behind Often will cross your mind But you won't forget them You won't ever forget them Cause friends like those never really go They never really say goodbye And you and me are always gonna be best friends Until we die Until we die Because we ain't together again Well, that don't mean you're not my friend No, it don't mean you're not my friend Yeah, you will always be my friend I uh, could not be happy to be talking with you. This is your first time in California, you were saying? Yep. And uh, I'm a big fan of the music I've heard. I heard The Great Rearranger. I, I, I got that. Uh, so was that like a, a, a free download you were yeah. doing? Yeah, I made a... I did like 300 vinyl of that, and then I just gave out the download for free because uh -huh. it was my first record. And 
I didn't really plan on making money off of it, so. Get, get in people's hands yeah, and exactly, listen to it. Yeah. yeah. So we're outside of the Hotel Utah here in San Francisco, and you're uh, you're out on like you're doing like a kind of a, a run up the West Coast, right? Yeah. We uh, we're doing it's kind of a small tour, but we we're doing this thing because a good friend of ours just got married oh, wow. um, out in Menlo Park. So we played the wedding. So we kind of shaped the tour around the wedding. And, um, they're um, very nice. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's been a lot of fun, a lot of partying, and uh, just you know a lot of close friends and family uh-huh. and stuff like that. And then from here, what you're going? To, you're doing like a you're doing like a, a kind of a solo one month residency up in Portland. We're going to go back to Houston for a festival next week, uh-huh. and then uh, fly to Portland at the end of June for yeah one a one week thing, seven days at the Crystal Palace. Okay, so it's a, a good spot. I've never been there, but it looks beautiful. Looks Very online. beautiful, yeah. Looks, and they're letting me stay there, so oh wow, kind of excited to just go stay in that hotel uh, and relax I, in Portland. I think you'll have a good time in Portland. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah nice. so I guess we'll talk about. This. So you you are here. Houston base, and um, you know you've been. I've been reading a lot about you, and like a lot of stuff comes up, and your sound gets compared to kind of like you know older country performers like George Jones, and I've read like Guy Clark and, yeah. and people like that, and then also people throw in names like you know Jackson Brown. I've been reading. I hear like a little bit of James Taylor sometimes yeah. when I listen to your music. I'm curious, like. What kind of, how would you, like, say, uh, describe your music yourself, or what informs the songs you think? Um, I definitely listen to a lot of the classic country stuff, I mean, that's obvious. I, George Jones is one of my heroes, uh-huh. and uh, play a lot of that stuff, and, uh, I, but I also listen to a lot of the more folk, folk singer-songwriter type side of stuff. Mm-hmm. I really like John Prine. Uh, John Prine, one. Doc Watson, um, a more modern would be like Gillian Welch, and, uh, Stuff like that is is definitely influential on, on the A side of the stuff of the record. Uh-huh. You know, you can hear them. Yeah, you can hear a lot more of that in that in that music. Um, and I guess uh, some more indie folk like Joanna Newsom, I really care for, and uh, I like Bill Callahan a lot too. Those are some of the more modern folks that I listen to. Okay, well, well we should talk a little bit about the the record that's going to be released. It's coming out on New West, mm-hmm. and it's coming out in July, right? The early part of July, mm-hmm. the fifth, I think. Fifth, okay. And that record is what I, I'm lucky to hear it, and you you people will hear it as well. Um, it's uh, kind of got two sort of different sides to to it. The first side being a lot more singer songwritery, and the second side having a lot more of a maybe a tr- more traditional kind of country feel to it, with totally. like pedal steel and yeah. like a lot of m- more instrumentation, I guess. But you know, the, the first half of it, the, the, the images and the album's called Photographs, mm-hmm. and the imagery that it appears in the lyrics. I mean, I was that's what I was really taken by. I was listening to it, how just specific in how cinematic a lot of those lyrics are. And I was wondering, when when did you kind of find that you had this gift for kind of writing songs and creating a world, you know, in them? Um, I, I definitely didn't always do that. Um, but a lot of those people, like John Prine especially, mm-hmm. and Doc Watson too, they're very... Uh, very kind of straightforward with mm-hmm. the lyrics they write, you know, especially when storytelling is involved. There's not a lot of, uh, a lot of their stuff isn't shrouded in metaphor and, uh-huh. and, you know, which is, can be great in, you know, when a master is doing it, but I tend to like to just be as honest as possible and straightforward and uh, I just, that's the way I write, you know, yeah. I can't, yeah, I can't really help it too much, but I mean, because to me, the, the images are so vivid, and they and they really like paint a picture and put you in a place. Awesome. And when I was listening to it too, and that's the other thing that kind of took me by. I was listening, I got really wrapped up in the music, and then 
you know, some of the, the, the emotions and the situations is describing, then I'm like, wait, you're 22. Like, how, how do you have so much, like, you know, perception, you know, at that age? Or did you find that you were somebody that kind of always observed and just kind of sort of watched, you know, yeah. things happen and, and take note of things? Totally. I've written songs since I was a kid. Really? Um, you know, not anything to speak of. A lot of them I would never want to see the light of day, obviously, <laughs> but um, I've been doing it since I was little and just write about everything you know around me probably started out writing love songs to whatever girlfriend I had or something like mm -hmm. that but uh, I continue to do it both as you know now as a, a career but also just as a way to get stuff out and deal with things you uh -huh. know the road was dark and long and you heard a hopeful song Playing louder than anyone you'd heard before Oh, I know that song She used to sing to me all night long And when the music stopped by morning I was gone Now those songs escape my ears but to you they ring clear all that westbound train already passed me by and i know just why you'd want to hitch a ride on other trains will be coming through and i'm gonna catch one too yeah we do what we have to do What you do along your way You said yourself this is a game you know how to play It ain't right and it ain't wrong But there's no sorrow in this song I knew it wouldn't be too long for she moved on And I on to I ain't got nothing but love for you all that westbound train already passed me by and I know just why you'd want to hitch a ride on other trains will be coming through and I'm gonna catch one too yeah we do what we have to do you stranger when I knew you way back when we are older now and there's no need to pretend 
Houston as a, as a scene and a place to kind of grow up and, and, and start playing music? I'm from south of there. I'm okay. from about an hour south of there in a smaller town. Um, but I love Houston. Mm -hmm. I, I, now, I wouldn't live anywhere else now. You know, it's just, uh, like I said earlier talking to you, it's comfortable. Uh -huh. I can, I'm married. I can hang out with my wife and have a house for cheap. And it's, I don't definitely don't make a lot of money, you know, so <laughs> the less I can spend, the better. And Houston's a really great place to do that. Mm -hmm. And also it's seen as like... Uh, it's a weird cross-section of people. Because of where it is, there's a lot of country music fans, mm -hmm. like older, you know, people that go out and dance. There's also a lot of young kids that, uh, you know, despite what they listen to or how they dress, if they're punk or whatever, they all grow up listening to country music. It's part of their DNA, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's it's kind of unique. You know, we, we were able to kind of find a niche there that uh, I don't think we would have been able to do in many other places. Mm -hmm. And how did the New West... Uh I, I read somewhere that you you'd been just kind of sending your, your songs out to a bunch of people, and you actually ran into the the owner of New West. Yeah, at, was it a record store? Yeah, or at a, at, we were shopping for vinyl, and he uh, he was just you know introduced himself and said he had my last record, uh -huh. and uh, you know I didn't really know who he was when he first introduced himself, and I, then he, when he said New West, I was like, oh, awesome. Yeah, I had you're sent them an you're email, sharing you know? a label with some really amazing. Time I'm there, really yeah. honored to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but. That whole label is uh, really, really unique. Like I said, uh, the friend that got married is—he works at the label, uh -huh. and uh, his father is actually the the president of the label. Okay, um, and he's he's just one of the sweetest, uh, most passionate music listeners that you'll meet. You know, like that's that's why he has a label. That's why he does what he does. He's and that's when I met him. He's shopping. He's got a reputation, you know, for in Houston for going into a store and buying all this obscure music that you know most people don't want to buy just because he's really passionate about vinyl especially yeah. and, and just collecting music there know. needs to be more people like that in my yeah opinion. i agree yeah yeah okay. he, he gave me such a good feeling it was like it seemed right uh -huh. you know? and so um like what, what do you, where do you expect the next year or so to kind of take you um as far as the album gets released in july is it a a, a big push to tour nationally or are you going to go try and play Europe a little bit or festivals how, how does yeah, it work all that hopefully um, I think the key now is just going to be for us to get some good opening spots uh -huh. not a lot of folks know who we are so you know as you can tell our shows are not always going to be the best right now you know, especially for money for us to make a living touring yeah. it's, it's pretty difficult so, and it's a long slog all yeah. the way out to California Texas and, is big yeah. just to get out of Texas is like 12 hours if you're coming west yeah. you know so nationally and worldwide, we're, we're probably going to hit it really hard, but it all depends on what, what lines up for us. Gotcha. You know? yeah. It's kind of a luck of the draw thing now, because if the right opening spot comes along for a band, you know, it, it's something that we'll jump on and take. Mm -hmm. you know? What's in it for me? Just be mad because I came home. 
Tell me just how bad my clothes stink Ask me how much I've had to drink What's in it for me? Wish we didn't have to argue Wish you'd just say Oh, I love Then I'd know What's in it for me Oh, how I loved you Ever since the beginning Now all the games I'm losing At a time I was winning Time has passed and things are not what they Sometimes it gets so hard to see What's in it for me
the music itself, I mean, it seems pretty versatile as far as like when I listen to it, I mean, I can see somebody that's into indie rock, for instance, could be just as interested in your music as somebody that's like a hardcore, like traditional country fan. That's awesome. Um, do, is that like something you're even aware of, or are you just writing songs as they come out, putting, you know, the music to them as you see fit? And do you worry about like those boxes, how people want to just try and put everything in nice little neat little packages? Uh, sometimes. I mean, the record, the way it's laid out, is extremely intentional. Mm -hmm. Like, I came up with the concepts before most of the songs are written. Uh -huh. Like, the idea was that I really wanted to do something that was still my songs, but I wanted to do something that kind of paid homage to all the things that I, that I love and listen to, you know? Mm -hmm. And the A-side stuff is much more of just my stuff, but it, it definitely has influences that are, I think are pretty clear to someone that listens to a lot of music, you know? I've, I've heard people say that people that have heard the record that the b-side is a lot more derivative so to speak but you know if your frames of reference are are just country music then that's totally easy to say but yeah. I, I would say that both sides are equally inspired by all the people that i look up to you know yeah. and, and it was definitely a premeditated thing to have a split the a side of the vinyl be folk and the b-side be country i love so. the fact that you're even talking in terms of vinyl because i mean i'm a big record collector myself yeah. and there's something about albums that were meant to be sequence that way or, or experience totally. that way that I think gets lost in this world of downloads and stuff like that so they're uh, supposed to be short too I yeah. like I like vinyl because they're usually like 10 songs you yeah. know it's enough to keep your attention you're not like mucking through you know a double disc to three hours of music yeah. you know well speaking of three hours of, I, I know that back in Houston you, you had a, a kind of a regular gig an organic sort of gig that grew out and you guys can probably play all night long if, if you want to. How, how does that work when you're on the road? Do you kind of like tailor a set around a crowd or, you know, a lot of places you have X amount of time, so you have to kind of... Um, it depends. A lot of the places we have just, you know, a short amount of time, usually mm -hmm. 30 to 45 minutes, and try to just do my stuff in those scenarios. But it depends on the room, because if it's a loud bar atmosphere, we're going to play stuff that people can dance to, uh -huh. you know, but if I... If I get the idea that I'm not going to be wasting my breath, then try to play some of the more soft stuff. You know? I yeah. Um, but well, I, hope, I hope you play. I hope this room is ready for that because totally, I'm totally. really looking forward to seeing some of that stuff. This seems like a listening type space. It is. It's it, nice. You hit a go upon a good spot because it's definitely geared towards singer-songwriters. Mm -hmm. It always has been. And so I think uh, it's a good spot. It's beautiful, too. And so how long are you in San Francisco for? Do you have just a limited amount of time? Tonight. Just, yeah, it's just tonight, tonight. It's back on the road. road. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I do recommend keep you know keep hitting it on the way because yeah. you know there are a lot of great places to play and I think you, you find a really good audience here too. I, I really want to. I mean, this is my first time to California, period. So yeah, uh, this is all really new and exciting. And we're, we're not the crazy, depraved creatures that make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we are, man. Yeah, not all over. Not all over. <laughs> Santa Cruz, like I said, was kind of weird, but other than that, yes, yeah, had a really good time. <laughs> so, and uh, as far as uh, I, I want to make sure I get all the kind of the, the you know the, the, the good information stuff in. So the record coming out in in July, and that's going to be New West iTunes, people can get it, yep. you know. should be available everywhere, you know, relatively. And now, now, was that, like, do you, are you one of those types of songwriters that have, like, that's just kind of like the tip of the iceberg, you got tons of songs that you want to, like, record? And, and I've got a, um, it's actually been slow coming, because I've been putting so much work into the, uh, the, still creative, but more of the, 
the getting it put together marketing side. Marketing and the business yeah, side you of know, things. Yeah, the business yeah. side of things mm-hmm. and, and the artistic, like getting the packaging together and all that stuff. I've been, my head's been kind of involved in that, so I haven't been writing a whole lot. But mm-hmm. uh, since we left, you know, for this tour, I've written some stuff that I'm really into. And I still write. I just, I don't force anything. I definitely don't write every day or even every week, you uh-huh. know, but... Uh, Whenever I have, you know, another... God, it's nice to hear that, too, because it's, like, I'll talk to a lot of people, and, like, to hear everybody tell it, like, they're writing, like, you know, a song a minute, you know? And it's, like, yeah. I'm, like, wow, how do people do that? But, uh, you know, I, I, you can't force the muse sometimes. No. You just gotta let it happen, right? No, I read... Willie Nelson had an autobiography, and he said something about... Uh, I think Ray Price told him, you know, he was kind of down on himself about not writing any songs for a while, and uh, he said something about, you know, after the well gets dry you gotta let it fill up again you know with experience and stuff yeah. like that you can't just you know, keep churning them out if you don't have anything to talk about yeah. so that's what I try to tell myself even if I'm not writing even if I'm just like going out and getting drunk at a bar or something mm-hmm. I'm, I'm developing some experiences that I'll be able to Absolutely. Song, yeah. Well, I, I hope to, I hope to uh, treat you to a, to a, a glass of something this evening. That would be awesome. Uh, I'd love be that. My pleasure. <laughs> and uh, thanks so much for talking yeah, with me. I really appreciate um, it. Yeah, I, I look forward to playing your music a lot on on the show. And awesome. uh, yeah, you're really you're really talented. And awesome. uh, San Francisco, you. you're lucky to be. I uh, hope you hope people come out to the show tonight. If you're not, you're gonna regret it because <laughs> you have to catch them the next time he comes through town. Awesome. Any any word? Uh, have you heard anything about maybe? playing Hardly Strictly Bluegrass Festival out here? I heard about the festival. I don't know if I'm going to play it, but I've heard good things about the festival. Um, I would recommend. Uh, you seem like a perfect fit for that. Awesome. So. I grow tired of the folks in this town And my back and shoulders ache from sleeping on the ground Being in a car ain't the best thing, but it gets me where I'm going. Helps me just knowing that I'm on my way back home. And it's a three-hour drive from where I am to where I want to be. And I got nothing but this stretch of road between my love and me. Drinking coffee, smoking cigarettes, trying to stay away. Happen to see my baby, tell her that I'm on my way. I'm coming home, I'm coming home. From the rolling hills of Austin to the place where I belong. I'm coming home, I'm coming home. Well, being gone's just fine, honey, but I love coming home. Back to see my little girl 
When 71 cuts over to Interstate 10, you know you're headed east and back on track to your home again. I got Lefty Willie Hank in Towns to keep me company. I'm headed back to Houston, headed back to see, baby, I'm coming home, I'm coming home. From those rolling hills of Austin to the place where I belong. I'm coming home, I'm coming home Well, being gone's just fine, honey, but I love coming home I said being gone's just fine, honey, I love coming home Look sharp, feel sharp, be sharp and listen Mr. How are you fixed for blades? You have plenty? How are you fixed for blades? You better check. Please make sure you have enough. Cause a worn out blade makes shaving mighty tough. How are you fixed for blades? You better look. Gillette Blue Blades we need. Bob Duvet back with you and I am fixed for blades. Thank you for asking. I love those old time commercials. And what I also love is that interview with Robert Ellis. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I know I did. I enjoyed seeing him live. Like I said, at Hotel Utah that night, he and his band, uh, pedal steel guitar player, amazing uh, lead guitar player, keyboardist, phenomenal bassist, drummer. They were awesome. And they definitely played uh, some of that more uh, dance country type songs that he was talking about, but also squeezed in a bunch of the more uh, singer-songwriter stuff. It was a good crowd for that. People were way into it. Not a big crowd, but I suspect it's going to be a lot bigger, and we need to get him to play Hardly Strictly Bluegrass out here. So I am going to link up how to get Robert Ellis's free downloaded album, The Great Rearranger. That's an awesome album. I didn't play any songs from it because I was focused on my new obsession, which is photographs. Again, that album's going to come out July 5th on New West, so look for that. I'm going to write a review of that record in the next couple of weeks before the release of the album so that you guys can get a a taste but you did definitely get a taste of songs from that album that's a lead off track off photographs it's called Friends Like Those that was the first one you heard then Westbound Train Uh, you can if you search YouTube for Robert Ellis you'll see him playing that song quite a bit great song I love that little revved up part at the end and then What's In It For Me a very wonderful tribute to George Jones. Uh, that's a song, original song written by him, but the vocal is uh, definitely an homage to George Jones, one of his heroes. In fact, at the show, he played What a Good Year for the Roses uh, by George Jones, and he did a phenomenal job of that. And the last one you heard was called Coming Home. Just like that song, it's got a, a real fun vibe to it, a nice little country, country song. And, uh, yeah, so there you go. That's Robert Ellis. He is really talented. Again, 22 years old. I look for him to be doing a ton of great music over the course of his career. So keep your eyes peeled for him. Look for him to come to your town. He said he's going to be touring quite a bit. Uh, Hopefully he gets back out to California soon. I'd love to see him, and I will be shouting out at you about it when it does happen so you will know my loyal Davidians. So let's get into some more music. I'm going to do a patented Triple Shot. I've actually sent the papers off to the patent offices, and I believe Triple Shot is going to be patented by me, even though it's been used by every radio person for the last 30 years. I am going to 
wrest it from them and make it my own. So on What Do They Said About Music, we love the triple shot. You're going to get one. We're going to play some Jackson Brown. We're going to play some Robert Earl Keene. This is a Robert Heavy show. This is a Texas and Robert Heavy show. And then I'm going to play a surprise, surprise song, a little... Shout out to Robert Ellis for doing the interview, and a, uh, and then you will know it after I play it. And that's that. We're going to get into some more music, and then I will be back at you. I'm a 
When I first started writing this song, it was supposed to be about the future. But it took me seven years to finish it. So at best, it's about the present. I'm sure Gene Dixon has days like that, too. <laughs> Jehoshaphat, the mongrel cat, jumped off the roof today. Some say he fell, but I could tell he did himself away. His eyes weren't bright like they were the night we played checkers on the train. Well, God bless his soul, he was a Tootsie Roll, but he's a dead cat just the same. We are living in the future, I'll tell you how I know. I read it in the paper 15 years ago. And we're all driving rocket ships and talking with our minds and wearing turquoise jewelry and standing in soup lands. We're standing in soup lands. Well, Jake the barber's lonely daughter went down to her daddy's shop. She plugged herself to a barber pole and took a little off the top. There was pressure on her left and pressure on her right and pressure in the middle of the hole. I'm going to Maine on a 40-foot crane. I'm going to use it for a fishing pole. We are living in the future. I'll tell you how I know. I read it in the paper. 15 years ago and we're all driving rocket ships and talking with our minds and wearing turquoise jewelry and standing in soup lands we're standing in soup lands Old Sarah Brown sells tickets down at the all-night picture show Where they grind out sex and they riddle with an axe Just to make a young man's pants grow No tops, no bottoms, just the hands and feet Scream the posters out on the street Strangling the curious and the weak Hell, we give them what they want to see, oh Hell, we give them what they want to see Oh, we are living in the future I'll tell you how I know I read it in the paper 15 years ago And we're all driving rocket ships And talking with our minds And wearing turquoise jewelry And standing in soup lands We're standing in soup lands We're standing in soup lands I've cried a million tears Down through the years Searching for That special one And the vow 
cars I took before were all forevermore. But no matter how I tried, they came undone. Then the good Lord finally gave me the true love of a lady, someone who believes in me. And she lets me know each day that love is here to stay. I finally found someone who'll never leave. Put a golden band On the right, left hand this time And the right, left hand Put a golden band on mine When our hair is snowy white Time will prove I'm right I put a Devay back with you. That could be only George Jones doing the right left hand. Before that, we had John Prine doing Living in the Future. That's live off some uh, record I got. I got that from the San Francisco Public Library. I'm not sure what the title of it was. I'm going to look around now, but uh, a lot of good stuff at your public libraries, folks, to check out and steal and download onto your computer. And before that, we had Jackson Brown doing Boulevard. So there you go, Jackson Brown, John Prine, George Jones, all influences on Robert Ellis, and yet he remains unique. That's what I like about him. So uh, speaking of remaining unique, I want to play, we haven't played any women in this show at all, and where are my ladies at? I don't want to get letters from all the ladies out there saying, my God, what a misogynist, what a maleist, if that's even a word, a maleist. Robert Bob Duvet, you are such a maleist. You only play male artists. Well, I am going to correct that with a little Lucinda Williams from her record, Blessed, which came out this year, and it's one of her better ones. I really like this album. I didn't like the one before it. I forget what it was called, but 
I do like Blessed quite a bit. I plan on seeing Lucinda Williams. She's a Texas girl, originally. So let's play a little Lucinda Williams. I'll dig around. I'll find another song to play after that. I'll tell you what it is after you hear it. I got proof. 
That was a double shot from Lucinda Williams. That actually came from the album Blessed. The song's called The Ugly Truth, and it's a demo version. So that's her sitting like a singer-songwriter does in her kitchen, playing a song and working it out. I love it. I just it's You get that raw sense of just her, the guitar, and her really kind of pouring her heart out into that vocal. I, I, I love the vocal. It's a little ragged, but that's why we like Lucinda Williams. Also a Texas native. And then we follow that up with Mike Stinson, who has since relocated. I think he's a Texas native as well, but he's relocated back to Houston from Los Angeles. Mike Stinson is a really cool talent. And thank you, Robert Ellis, for turning me on to him. He mentioned him when we were talking. He said, that's somebody to check out. Love it. Uh, that's from his album, The Last Fool at the Bar, 
great record. I think it's his second record. He has, he has a newer one that's out. So look for Mike Stinson. All this is playlist of stuff is going to be up on the blog, www.whatduvaysaid.com. And uh, Mike Stinson also has played drums in Lucinda Williams' touring band. So I don't know if he still is, but I know he has, and I've seen him play live as a drummer for her. So very talented guy. He's also a great songwriter, and he wrote one of my favorite songs, which I believe should be the California State Anthem. It's called The Late Great Golden State. It was covered by Dwight Yoakam. I'm going to play Dwight Yoakam's version. It is written, in fact, by Mike Stinson, who you just heard. So there you go, a little symmetry, a little progression of uh, logic, a logical progression, if you will. So let me play that one for you, Late Great Golden State, and we'll come back. I'll shout at you, and we'll play a few, uh, few more songs. Because that's what we're about today. We're about playing the music, the singer-songwriter and letting him do the singing and the songwriting and, and me doing the yapping at you and the introducing. In the late great golden state, it's getting hard to negotiate. When you what's left from a grim fate in the late great golden state. In the a great song. Is there a better singer than Dwight Yoakam? I love Dwight Yoakam. You guys know that. If you listen to me, you know I love Dwight Yoakam. And let me tell you, I'm going to play you somebody else that I love. Another singer-songwriter. This one's from Los Angeles. Also named Bob. There's a lot, of, a lot of Bobs today, in case you haven't noticed, in the show. A lot of Texas, a lot of Bobs. This Bob is from Los Angeles, however. His name is Bob Force. He is an amazing talent, singer-songwriter, 
And uh, now he's a drug counselor. You might even know him from if you watch Dr. Drew's Celebrity Rehab. Bob Force is the man in the hat with the glasses. He was in a fabulous band called Thelonious Monster. And they were big in the late 80s, early 90s. By big, I mean they were really popular in L.A. and had some hits. And he, he was you know, poised to be the next great thing. But unfortunately, his drug addiction got in the way of, of the band's success and maybe his success. But he's been very successful since as a drug counselor, still plays music, hosts an internet show on Indie 103. Go check that out. It's called Audius Lounge, I believe. And uh, Bob Forrest, also there's going to be a movie about him called Bob and the Monsters. It's been playing the film festivals. Look for that one. Great story. I mean, the guy is just a real testament to triumphing over your addictions, not succumbing to them, and he is just amazing. The song I'm going to play is called Raining 4 AM. It's by his band uh, Post Thelonious Monster called The Bicycle Thief. I love the song. I love the man's voice. I love the honesty. He also does a mean version of the Moonshiner in the I'm Not There soundtrack, that Bob Dylan movie that came out a couple years back. I believe uh, who was it, Gwyneth Paltrow or some actress plays Bob Dylan. There's several people playing Bob Dylan. I think Heath Ledger does too uh, before he passed. So look for I'm Not There and listen for this voice doing Moonshiner. But now listen to this voice doing Rain and 4 a.m. I'm going to play a couple more songs after that in another triple shot and I'll tell you what they are after. Some strange reason will I keep on going 
Wondering just what I've done wrong Singing along Baby, don't you want me no more Drank a one Drank a two I'm a-drinking just for you to find out What it is that I've been drinking for There's an answer in one of these bottles There must be something that they forgot to mention Acapella. There's an answer in one of these bottles. There must be something that they forgot to mention. There's an answer in one of these bottles. I know. So I'm gonna drink until I forget the question. <laughs> if you love somebody enough, you follow them wherever they go. That's how I got the Memphis. That's how I got the Memphis.
fast start to cry That's how I got the Memphis That's how I got the Memphis Well, that's how I got the Memphis That's how I got the Memphis Well, that's how I got the Memphis Well, that's how I got to Memphis. Actually, that's how Buddy Miller got to Memphis. That's the great Buddy Miller. Buddy Miller, another Texas singer-songwriter, a gem. And if you don't know who Buddy Miller is, let me give you a little bit of information about Buddy Miller. He is a phenomenal guitar player. That's him playing on that track. He is also in Robert Plant's current band, Band of Joy, as his guitar player. Not to mention he played on the fabulous Robert Plant, Alison Krauss record that came out a few years back. Uh, Buddy Miller all over that record. He is also husband to Patty Griffith, who's an amazing songwriter in her own right. And uh, there's a lot of great songs that they do together. She's on most of his albums. I think she's also touring with Robert Plant as well um, in the Band of Joy. So, yeah, just an amazing, amazing songwriter, very underrated um, and under the radar. So look for Buddy Miller. I hope I'm turning on some people, <clears throat> excuse me, that you may or may not know. Uh, hopefully, if you don't know him, you do now and you like him because I think there's just so, so many great uh, songwriters out there that just kind of go unheralded. And Buddy Miller's one of those guys who had a chance to see him live. He's really, really great. And he plays on a lot of people's albums and... Uh, people don't know probably that he is a phenomenal songwriter in his own right, and he's had his songs covered by a bunch of people. So there you go. That's how I got to Memphis. Before that, friend of the show, Caitlin Rose. We love Caitlin Rose here, as you know, and we have interviewed her in the past, and we definitely are big supporters of Caitlin Rose. That's a song called I Know There's an Answer in One of These Bottles from a Day Trotter session. Um, great uh Great talent as well. Great young singer-songwriter, much like Robert Ellis. It's uh, there's a there's a lot of hope out there for country music and singer-songwriters in general. When you hear Robert Ellis and the Caitlin Roses of the world, and prior to that, as I mentioned, was Bob Forrest with his band, The Bike Bicycle Thief, doing a song called "Rain in 4 A.M." and great song. What can I say? That voice, man, that is audio gold. Much like this show. Here we are, What Duvet Said About Music, the parrot on the shoulder of Pirate Radio with your host, Robert Bob Duvet. We're going to squeeze in a few more songs because we can. Yeah, in fact, I'm going to squeeze in a song by Hayes Carl. I'm looking forward to seeing Hayes Carl. He is another Texan, I believe, and this song is called Drunken Poet's Dream. And I'm going to shout out to you a little bit more to end our show and play a little, see if you can guess the theme to the last three songs I play, the last three Triple shots. Again, call us at 415-937-0445. We are going to get to a hip-hop show next week for listener Adrian who requested it. I promise you I'll do that. And, uh, yeah, there we go. Let's play us a little Hayes Carl. She likes to lay naked and be kissed upon 
the drunken poet's dream i am your drunken poet and uh i dream of you my davidians so there you go hey it's carl doing drunken poet's dream another texas guy love his songwriting i love his voice that's from an album called trouble in mind i think that's an album that came out in 2008 and he has a newer one so i will dig for that and hopefully play that coming up i'm gonna do uh a south uh, not south by southwest austin city limits primer because I'm going to go to that again this year. I'm looking forward to it. So I am going to play a final triple shot. It is all going to be posted on the blog, the playlist. You can try and write in and tell me what you think the connection is between these three songs. And those of you that get it right, I will write you back and um, and congratulate you on getting things right. We don't have the budget really to send you anything. So Thanks again for joining me on What Duvet Said About Music. I am Robert Bob Duvet. You have been the listeners. I have been the practitioner. 
And look for us next week or the week after. I don't know if this show is going to pop up every two weeks or if it's going to be a weekly affair to be determined. But you'll know about it because you uh, you tune in. Well, I used to wake and run with the moon. I live like a rake and a young man I covered my lovers with flowers and wounds And my laughter the devil would frighten The sun she would come and beat me back down But every cruel day had its nightfall I'd welcome the stars with wine and guitars Full of fire and forgetful My body was sharp and the dark air clean And outraged my joyful companion And whispering women how sweet did they seem Kneeling for me to command them Time was like water, but I was the sea. I wouldn't have noticed it passing, except for the turning of night into day, and the turning of day into cursing. Well, you look at me now. And don't think I don't know what all your eyes are saying. Does he want us to believe these ravings and lies? They're just tricks that his brain's been a playing. A lover of women, he can't hardly stand. He trembles, he's bent, and he's broken. I've fallen is true, but I say to you, hold your tongues until after I've spoken. Well, I was taking my pride in the pleasures I'd known. I laughed and said I'll be forgiven. But my laughter turned around, eyes blazing, and said, My friend, we're holding a wedding. I buried my face, but it spoke once again. The night to the day we're abandoned. And now the dark air is like fire on my skin. And even the moonlight is blinding. And now the dark air is like fire on my skin And even the moonlight is blinding Can't tell 